0: When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need, in-store or online, at farmandfleet.com.
1: Zone. You can hear her clearly, even in a barn full of cows. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam
0: Youngke. Alrighty, Anybody pick up any rainfall in the past 24 hours time or so? You know, the Midwest Farm Report talk text line is waiting on you. Toll-free number 877 301 Farm. That's 877-301-3276. Let me know what happened in your backyard. So for today, another 40% chance of showers. 80 is our expected high. Overnight lows tonight down to 67. For Saturday, a 70% chance of showers or thunderstorms. Daytime highs expected to be around 76. For Sunday, mostly cloudy skies, 79 degrees, and then we start warming up again next week. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has the weather details for us coming up in about 15 minutes.
1: Rural Mutual Insurance Keeping Wisconsin strong Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away state fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com win and enter to win state fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance
2: Keeping Wisconsin strong. For 4-H members in Wisconsin, last year was a disappointment. County fairs. We didn't have county fairs. Bob Boesel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. But that's not all. A lot of 4-Hers look forward every year to going to 4-H camp at Upham Woods. Didn't happen last year, but Michelle, you found out that uh, it's open this year bigger and better than ever.
3: Yeah, Bob, I went to 4-H camp myself. So if you went to 4-H camp or for class, then you may remember being at Upham Woods in Wisconsin Dells. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Michelle Stangler. They have a new building they just put up in time for in-person events this summer. And Justin Hogman, Up and One's Outdoor Learning Center director, says they added more technology and safer accommodations.
4: Well, the you know the biggest thing that's happened here in 40 years, probably, I would say. So that's big news. We got a new building um, that we stood up during the pandemic. It had been in planning stages for three years. And just by the way, things got timed. We broke ground right about when COVID started. And sure enough, right about when we're crawling out of COVID and opening things back up, the building is ready for us. So that's a, a real pleasant surprise and an exciting way to start things back up again. The building's about 8,000 square feet that's just going to be a huge benefit to the groups that come here.
3: So you have the new building. Offer some new amenities. You know, you have technology. D- just talk about that.
4: The building's f- formally called the Upper Dells Research and Education Center, and one of our prime goals was to make Upham Woods a better place for groups to come, and that includes the groups that historically came and gave us feedback on what they wanted, and but also we wanted to imagine new groups and what they would want, too. So the design here is intended to allow us to have multiple groups on at the same time and so you know a group could be doing one thing in a classroom while another group is here doing in the cafeteria for example so that's a, one of the the big design elements we have some you know some of the basics room to get registered correctly you know i think quadrupled our restroom capacity we redesigned our entry flow for large vehicles like buses to be able to get a little bit deeper into camp when they drop off which is ultimately safer for our kids and more Straightforward for folks to navigate, and then in the classrooms that we added, every room in here is on fiber optic inter- connectivity, and we have large panel displays for people to present or teach on. And every room is mic'd. You know, we have a lot of the things that you'd want to see in, in a modern building for your meeting or retreat or your class. So the whole spectrum from you know sixth graders to you know something like a county board meeting or something like that, we could I think accommodate those at the same time and keep them away from each other or you know they could be here and enjoying a comfortable place to meet and then upstairs we have workspace for our our teaching staff the folks that make it all work we're all centrally located in the heart of campus here and that gets us better connection to the students and groups that are here but also better connection to our seasonal staff
3: that's cool so you had a lot of different new things happening but what was last year like did you have camps
4: Yeah, last year for us, you know, looked like you might imagine, you know, a lot of webinars and Zoom meetings and teleconferences, unfortunately. So, but that's the way it goes with COVID and, you know, I'm really proud of our team. They really handled that well. We did pivot, like a lot of places, to doing online programming with our partners and schools that normally uh, work with us and 4-H groups. But that's just, you know, a fraction of the folks we would have served normally. So, we did have some examples of online learning But, you know, this place for 79 and a half years has excelled at being a place you walk around or paddle or hike. And we're just really grateful to be back into that mode now. So at the beginning of uh, the summer here, you know, we have groups on every week right now scheduled. They'll come and do the things that we're known for. You know, they'll be out uh, fishing or canoeing or doing team building or doing science lessons about the environment, the natural world. And we're excited about that. And in terms of who was on site during COVID, we had obviously this construction. Project And we had a handful of research projects where small groups of researchers came out to do little projects. So not our traditional programming, but just, you know, two or three folks collecting data about something they're working on.
3: You're using a lot of stuff here for, like, the day camps. Are you using the cabins up there at all, or have those been in use for quite some time now?
4: No, the cabins uh, (laughs) are—we've just been taking advantage of the downtime to make them better, you know, know, make hay while the sun shines as they say you know it's you know if you got an empty cabin and that's the way it is here every year if you got an empty building you got an empty cabin or you got a space of time that's when we dive in and do a deep clean or paint or move things around so that it's better for the next time so that's what we've been doing in those cabins is getting them ready and you know fingers crossed you know maybe we're back in that business in the fall so right now they're empty but we are looking forward to the end of the summer where we hope things will change
3: so last year it was completely abnormal. This- This year is getting back to more normal. Talk about how many students you served last year and this year and what you're looking forward to.
4: Yeah, so twenty nineteen we served twelve thousand four hundred and forty one folks, give or take. And last year, twenty twenty, I think our numbers were around twenty five hundred through our direct service virtual programming, so obviously quite lower number. I would anticipate this year we're gonna be clearing about halfway back, you know. I think we'll be certainly above six thousand contacts. I know we're we've served several thousand people already this year so we're already ahead of where we were in 2020 so you know my goal would be to be you know halfway to two-thirds of the way back in 2021 and getting ready to be fully back in 2022 and i I, that's what i know from the industry too Um, from other camps and centers like ours you know they're on a similar trajectory obviously there's people to the left and right of that you know that are doing better or doing worse and i'd say we're right in the middle and pretty fine with that
3: that's awesome to hear. Now, overall, what's your favorite part here at Upham Woods? You have a lot of cool things. Is there a specific part that is your favorite?
4: Gosh, you know, every time I get to go around the island, you know, that is is a good day at work, as they say. And, you know, I've been here quite a while now, and it's still something. I notice something new every time I go around the island. I see something change, or I see a new species I hadn't seen yet, or see one earlier or later than I normally would. And that's a real highlight. I love that in terms of about this place something i enjoy in terms of something we're growing into right now staff training and that's truly the best thing you know for over 20 years that's been a part of my life is you know end of may beginning of june meet a new group of people make a new team you know come together train them and then get ready for our program so that's really i think what i missed the most last year was the time where that that team comes together and gets ready to deliver a a goal together
3: so you mentioned last year on how you missed a lot back to normalcy. Is there any other additional comments you have on that?
4: Yeah, we're looking to, you know, grow some of our community partnerships and work with, you know, some of these projects we've been kind of moving along behind the scenes and hopefully get our uh, Artists in Residence program moving along in the fall and begin to learn about, you know, how this new building really can be put to its highest and best use. So those are things I'm looking forward to and you know, making stronger connections to uh, the campus community on, in Matt but also to our geographic community here in the four-county area, uh, Juneau County, Columbia County, Adams, and Sauk. So that's where we've put a, a lot of time developing relationships and partnerships.
3: Now, to wrap up, is there any additional comments you have that you would like to say about Up and Woods?
4: I mentioned that uh, we've been doing a lot of this for 79 and a half years, and that may seem like an unusually precise number, but we have our 80th anniversary coming up here, and that's going to be celebrated on September 10th and September 11th this year. And so we plan on having a big community event, and hopefully people come back that haven't been here in years and reconnect to the place. And when we did our 75th anniversary, and what I hope for for the 80th, I really enjoyed enjoy the most about those is learn is hearing stories from other times and seeing pictures people want to share. So that'd be something I'm looking forward to that I'd like to share. If I had one ask uh, to your listeners, it'd be, you know, if you came to Upham Woods and have a, a cool photo or like an artifact of that time, you know, maybe you have an old program or a trail guide or a map or a, a menu from when you ate here even. I know that sounds funny, but it's cool. It helps tell the story of how camp has evolved and what it used to be, what it still is. And, and that story held by, you know, 700,000 people that have come here over the last 80 years. So we're looking forward to welcoming as many of those people back as possible in the fall.
3: And that was Justin Hoffman, director of Upham Woods in Wisconsin Dells. Whether it was a class field trip or 4-H camp, you may want to come and see the progress they have made for their 80th anniversary celebration in fall. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Michelle Stangler.
1: This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam
5: Youngke. My community means everything to me. That's why I joined the Army National Guard. I'm proud of where I'm from, and as a soldier, I get to give back to the people that helped me succeed. The training and leadership skills I get from the Army National Guard help me every day when I teach young people and look out for my community. If you'd like to learn how you, too, can serve part-time in the community you love, visit NationalGuard.com.
6: Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station.
5: Compeer Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand
7: more than acreage
0: and helped our dairy grow for the next generation.
7: At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do, and our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Tom Spitz and David Fink of Settlers Bank. Freedom from fees
5: means more to spend on what matters most. Our fee-free e-checking lets you easily manage your money.
6: Our online and mobile banking with bill pay and person-to-person payments are all
5: free. Freedom is found in the money you keep.
6: Learn more at settlerswi.com
5: slash account.
0: Settlers Bank, timely decisions, people you know.
5: Member FDIC, Equal Opportunity
1: Lender. Every customer that drives into our shop is a preferred customer. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. When you need service, we automatically hand you a preferred customer card. It's good for specials and discounts like a free oil change. And a courtesy inspection. TomsAutoCenter.com
7: Tom's Auto Center
1: the get getter get done To get you going, guys
7: Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's
1: throw from McDonald's sure she'll stop farming when pigs fly. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
0: Well, I definitely appreciate you using our Midwest Farm Report talk text line. That's turning out super this morning. Thank you to Jim from Sand, Half an inch of rain in his rain gauge over the past 24 hours' time. Linda in Reeseville, she had six-tenths of an inch of rain in the past 24 hours. Then we've got Loretta, who's in Cambria And she picked up uh, 1.1 inches of rain. And let's take a look at Bill in Randolph. He had 1.1 inches of rain. Dennis, eastern edge of Dodge County, 7 tenths of an inch of rain. So those are the things that we've kind of got online for rainfall reports already. If you've got a rainfall report, now's a good time to call 877 877 301 Farm. That's 877-301-3276. The Midwest Farm Report Talk Text Line. Why don't you go ahead and use it now? Your ag weather update this morning brought to you courtesy of Compure Financial. We'll get to Stu Muck in just a moment.
5: Hey, could you stop in at the FSA office and turn in our 2021 Planted Acres report when you're in town?
3: Yeah, uh, when? Before five? In between work? Dropping the kids off? Picking up that part you needed? And stopping to grab the mineral mix you ordered from the feed mill? Uh, What if they have questions?
5: They won't have any questions. It's all right here. See the red lines?
3: Oh, yeah. The red Sharpie on the gray blobs are supposed to be witch fields. There has to be a better way. It is 2021, after all. Have you checked out TopCon's data management platform, TAP? I heard you could submit your planted acres report right from your computer.
5: But we don't have any TopCon gear in our tractors.
3: I heard you don't need any, and signing up is free.
5: You
0: can submit your 2021 Planted Acres Report electronically using TAP and MyAg data. Sign up is free and TAP can handle your planting data from any of the major planter
5: solutions available. Learn more at www.cropreporting.com
0: righty. Now is a good time for us to check in on our Compere Financial Ag weather Update. Finally got a hold of Stumacher Ag Meteorologist. I was mentioning that we had anywhere from a half a inch of rain in Market Sand, that's where Jim called in from, all the way up to one point one inches of rain in the past twenty-four hours time. Cambria and Randolph, what else are you seeing this morning?
2: Well, I've got an official at the Fond du Lac Airport at an inch and a third. I had one point two, my friend John over at Osceola a one inch uh 500s at Lacrosse, 1600s at Mauston, a third of an inch at Madison officially, 5500s at Beaver Dam. Rainfall amounts all over the place, no doubt about it, and that low pressure system that brought a cool front now on into Wisconsin has certainly provided rain northeast Kansas, northern parts of Missouri, southeast Iowa. Flooding, seven and eight inches of rain yesterday and last night. Still raining from northeast Kansas, northern Missouri, on into Illinois, from southeast Iowa into northern Illinois. Flood watches and warnings and advisories all in effect. A lot of rain there, and they expect more as this cool front drops further southeast in Wisconsin today. There may still be some rain, especially in the south and southeast, but a lot more rain is going to be around in parts of Illinois and areas south, that front becomes a bit stationary and then starts to push north again tomorrow. Low pressure moving northeast on that boundary may help to push some more precipitation in, and that means more rain chances, and that activity does develop later tonight. Last into of the day, Saturday and even Saturday night, what I'm expecting late tonight into Saturday is easily up to another inch of rainfall, and then we add a little bit more, so Saturday night could be up to an inch and a half or more. So all of these rainfall amounts that in some areas have been pushing an inch, there very well could be another inch to inch and a half before it's done, before that rain chance should begin to dry up a bit towards Sunday. Temperatures stay very mild for this time of the year, like normal, of course. And as we cool a bit at night, fog certainly something to expect. So be on the alert for that. I'll have forecast details right after this.
5: Compure Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more
7: than acreage.
0: And helped our dairy grow for the next generation.
7: At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender, and equal opportunity provider, and MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved.
0: All righty, Stu, let's talk a little bit more about that weather because that uh, severe stuff that you talked about Tuesday, uh, farmland say the eastern part of Nebraska, northern Missouri into Iowa, they had hail anywhere from a dime to a quarter size. They're estimating 10 to 15% of the crops are going to be down 10 10 to 15% because of that damage. I talked to a wheat producer in, in Hannibal, Missouri yesterday, and he said he had big ideas about what a great year it was going to be with wheat, and now it's all laying down. Severe stuff like that we don't need.
2: No, we don't need that, and I think we'll miss out those folks that have that same problem. They're looking at all of that rain that they've already had and more on the way. Our Compure Financial Ag Weather Forecast does include a slight chance of rain in the east and south this morning and otherwise a mostly cloudy day. Could be a little fog here and there, and there's a slight chance that an afternoon shower or storm could pop up. Nothing real concrete temperatures around and in the low 80s lacrosse probably at about 85 yet today and the south winds will be around five it's more likely later tonight that showers and even thunderstorms develop with cloudy skies we drop to the upper 60s and low 70s the east winds at five cloudy skies saturday showers could be some thunderstorms mid and upper 70s for high south winds at five to ten tonight into saturday probably up to an inch of rain or a little bit more Still some rain chance Saturday night lingering into Sunday. Partly sunny Sunday, upper 70s, almost 80, with the southwest winds at 5 to 10, like I've said, Pam, pretty easily another inch, to inch and a half in many locations, and there'll be some that have to overachieve
0: and get two. Well, like you said, that we can handle those heavy, heavy amounts that other people have been seeing. That can that can stay away. Very good. Have a good weekend, Stu. Thanks for checking in.
2: You too. Take care.
0: All right. Stu Muck, our ag meteorologist with our compure financial ag weather update compure financial your financial partner committed to agriculture and rural america visit compure.com this is the midwest farm report with pam young
8: this is jeff dunn from dunn's import car service in middleton i have been in the import car repair business for over 40 years i started dunn's import in 1979 And I am very proud of our shop, technicians, and our ethics. This is a business that takes career professionals. Remember, driving is far from free, and it is a huge responsibility. Drive safely and pay attention. Thank you. From Dunn's Import. Educated mortgage
1: is the smartest
8: way home. Call Dan the Mortgage Man.
5: You're well aware of these gigantic mortgage companies that make it seem as though they can do everything for you rather quickly, when in fact, you end up in a call center where everything is cumbersome and expensive. Learn about our local process at educatedmortgage.com. Educated Mortgage is the way home.
8: Call Dan
1: the Mortgage
7: Man. NMLS number 222-652
4: i pull up to the house, I'm like, ugh, we can't have that ugly house, you know. We really needed to replace the siding. We ended up going with Prairie Exteriors. Their pricing was really reasonable. I drive up to my house now, I'm like, oh my gosh, my house looks
9: so nice now. It looks so amazing. I was so impressed.
5: Improve the look and value of your property with one of the area's highest rated exterior companies, Prairie Exteriors. Prairie
8: Exteriors. Now that's impressive.
7: PrairieExteriors.com This looks
9: phenomenal.
0: Exciting news. Hi, I'm Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. We have spent many hours combing through our prices and we are proud to announce that The Healthy Place now has the lowest prices you'll find in the nation on all of your favorite products. In fact, I'm so sure you can't find a lower price, I'll give you a $50 gift card if you do. Just shoot me an email, tim at findyourhealthyplace.com and share the product you found. Our mission is to help you find your healthy place, and we never want cost to be a barrier in your health journey. The Healthy Place is committed to providing high-quality supplements and vitamins at the most competitive prices in the nation. Come on over to any of our four locations for in-store shopping or curbside pickup, or stay home and take advantage of our same-day delivery in Dane County, free shipping, live chat feature on our website, and phone consultations. Stop in or check us out online at findyourhealthyplace.com. The Healthy Place.
5: You already know that worms approve of our shredded topsoil. But did you know that seeds also love our special blend of garden mix? It's packed with nutrients that plants need to grow to their full potential. Visit topsoil.com for delivery. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome processing plant. Then watch that garden grow with tons of fresh vegetables or beautiful plants and
3: flowers. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt.
5: When's the last time you reviewed your motorcycle insurance policy? You should call Prairie Land Insurance.
10: When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local independent home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251 3009 Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our, Our best is the, the very
4: least we can do.
1: Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble, had speaking, understanding?
10: Understanding trouble,
0: have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have Have you you ever ever had had sudden sudden confusion, confusion,
1: trouble trouble speaking or or understanding understanding someone?
0: someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke.
1: Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm or leg.
0: Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes.
1: Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance.
0: Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere.
1: If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own.
10: It's late until... Wait. Don't too...
1: Don't Don't wait wait until 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 it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost.
10: Find out more
0: at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council.
1: Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection.
5: Summer savings are yours at Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection. Replace your water heater and softener in the same visit and get a $100 discount. We've got you covered 24 hours a day, 7 days a week for all your commercial and residential plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning, visit mononapfp.com.
1: No, and fire
6: protection. A name you can trust when service is a must. wow well through the summer for us.
9: Wow. I feel like it would be kind of like awkward when he comes back. Like, hey, guys, I'm back. Here, it's me, Aaron Rodgers. I know you guys have been practicing all summer. Here I am. I feel like it would be like, kind of weird be like yo dude what's going on here like you just kind of bailed on us all summer maybe that's just me rob and we'll see what happens but something else would be kind of weird would be seeing jordan love being the you know week one starter i was reading uh your article at forbes.com i know you did it a little bit ago but there's not been much packers news obviously because they're done until what late july so jordan love he's preparing like he's the week one starter yeah
6: yeah, and I mean, you're right. There's not going to be a lot of news and theory over the next four weeks or so. Everybody's on summer vacation right now, and um, and, and and the writers try to get a little bit of a break right here. But he absolutely is a half-do evil, you know. And, and Matt Lafleur said that I think it was last Wednesday or Thursday, as Lafleur was was wrapping up kind of the, the final mini camp and, and getting away for his summer. You know, he probably gets about three weeks of a summer vacation before he's back in mid-July cranking and getting ready for training camp. But, but he said, you know, somebody asked him, what's your advice to, to Jordan Love here as, you know, as we head into the summer? And he said, you need to prepare like you're the starter. And, and I, think, I think that's exactly what they need to do over there, Evo. There's not going to be two playbooks. There's not an Aaron Rodgers playbook and a Jordan Love playbook. There's, there's one playbook. And, and whether that's Rogers running that playbook, whether that's Jordan Love, whether a trade happens and that's somebody who's not in Green Bay at this current time, I guess is always still a possibility too. But Evo, I I, I think the chances are at least 50-50 Jordan Love is under center week one when this team goes to New Orleans. Again, I'm with you 100% on, you know, when you just made the comment, it's going to be weird for Rodgers to come back and just kind of say, hey, I'm I'm here guys. That's not how Aaron Rodgers rolls. And, you know, Green Bay has all the leverage right now. Evil. You know, I don't know what Aaron Rodgers' next move is um, in in this in this whole chicken or chess game, whatever you want to call it. I don't know that he has a move necessarily, but I know Aaron Rodgers well enough that he doesn't kind of come back and with his head between his tail. That's kind of Rodgers' role. That's not really his in this situation, and it leads me to believe more and more, Evo, that that he's you know as dug in as he is, he's going to hold firm. This thing's going to drag along uh, probably into September. And and what his next move is at that point in time, then I, I, I guess we'll find out whether that's demanding a trade at that point in time, whether it's making other demands inside the organization. And and, and instead of sending out his minions, Bebo, um, you know, to, to, to kind of spread the word and, and spread his message, he doesn't show up, you know, for training camp on the 27th, and and eventually then if the season creeps closer, if he's not there for week
9: one. Yeah, Rob Reichel joining us right now, Forbes.com, check his work out there, also Twitter at Rob Reichel. So Rob, another thing that, um, I was on uh, a podcast last night with a friend of mine, and we were talking about like, okay, what happens if Devontae Adams leaves, because he feel like he's kind of tied to Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, only one year left in his contract, and Devontae kind of alluded to that, you know, uh, what, a couple days ago, uh, saying that Like, yeah, like, Rodgers, I'm watching the situation, but I don't want to talk contract stuff right now. Uh, What should the Packers, I mean, obviously be trying everything in their power to get Devontae Adams back, but let's say Rodgers does get traded somewhere. Rodgers does, like, retire, worst-case scenario. What happens with Devontae Adams?
6: Well, that's another part of this mystery, obviously, Ebo. Keep in mind, and and I think, you know, before Packer fans run to a bridge to jump off, There will be some remarkable developments if Aaron Rodgers eventually moves along. And even Devontae Adams, Evo, just in terms of the salary cap money that will get freed up and the draft picks that will come back to Green Bay. You know, Rodgers is not going to retire, Evo. I, I think there's a lot of scenarios that could happen here. I don't think retirement is one of them. This, this guy still wants to play another four or five years, he wants to chase another ring. He watched what happened with Tom Brady once he went to Tampa Bay. And kind of restarted his career, and um, you know got everything that he wanted and liked in Tampa Bay. Rogers would love a landing spot just like that. Um, it, I don't think he'll get one because the Packers won't allow him to kind of leverage that Tom Brady wound up having. But Aaron Rodgers is not going to retire, is my point there, Evo. And If mm-hmm. he goes away uh, via trade, they're going to get back, you know, like like we've talked about, probably four draft picks at least in the top two rounds and a player or two. And in the process, Evo, they're going to pick up $35 million of cap room. If Devontae Adams eventually wants to go away, Evo, and sign somewhere else, they're going to pick up a ton of cap room.
1: If you need to know about farming, then you need to know Pam Youngke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
0: Clouds this morning giving way to sunshine, we hope, this afternoon. Daytime highs around 80 degrees. Tomorrow, good 70% chance of showers, maybe even a thunderstorm. 76 are expected high on Saturday. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Countryside Landmark Farm News Desk, here's what's happening on a Friday. 25th day of June. On this day in 1950, the Korean War started. That's when North Korea invaded South Korea. That uh, basically lasted for three years until they uh, signed an armistice. On this day in 1947, The Diary of Anne Frank was published. Remember, that's the story of a Jewish girl that was living basically in hiding during World War II. I've uh, had a chance to visit the home where Anne Frank and her family uh, took shelter during World War II. Really interesting place to visit. That uh, was one of our farm tours in Holland. That happened on this day in 1947. Happy birthday to comedian Ricky Gervais. Uh, I think he's the voice of a comedy character you might know. He turned 60 today. And can you believe it? It was on this day back in 2009 that Farrah Fawcett died. Remember that blonde bombshell? And now you know Well, we want you to know there are some changes on the horizon for the Wisconsin State Fair this year, including going to a cashless system and also uh, not opening the fair until 11 a.m. Our own Aaron Zimmerman's got an update.
5: The Wisconsin State Fair is just under 40 days away, and participants and exhibitors for the fair are excited to get back out to West Allis this year, August 5th through the 15th. I was able to catch up with Jen Puente, Chief Marketing Officer for the Wisconsin State Fair, to learn a little bit about their update that they sent out as far as changes and things that people should expect when attending the Wisconsin State Fair this year.
7: That is correct. Just over 40 days of the fair, and and we're counting down the days. We're so excited to be back this summer with the hiatus in 2020. We just are all looking forward to that little bit of sense of normalcy and everyone coming back to the fair this summer. Yesterday, we announced some updates for our fairgoers as they look forward to the best 11 days of summer. The primary one, which is that the fair will not be opening until 11 a.m. each day. As many businesses are facing, just like us, Staffing is a concern as well as we just want to make sure that we go through every health and safety protocol we possibly can, allowing us to make sure that the grounds are ready for fairgoers every day. So you
5: said you're getting a lot of questions about that eleven AM opening time and how it affects the different shows and the different things going on. Tell me a little bit about, you know, how that does affect those things and what people, you know, may or may not be able to see at the fair.
7: Certainly. So our buildings and all of our food vendors do open at 11 a.m. But I think the big question comes into our agriculture shows, which are the cornerstone of the fair. And the agriculture schedule does not, will not change based on this opening time. And we will give options to fairgoers, exhibitors, their families, uh, to be able to come watch those shows when they start at 8 o'clock in the morning. So fear not if you are coming out to show at the fair or you have a loved one that is showing at the fair, you will be able to get in and watch them show.
5: What other details would you like to share with people that are interested in coming out to the Wisconsin State Fair this year?
7: For those who are interested in coming out to the Wisconsin State Fair, we are encouraging you to buy your $9 Wisconsin State Fair tickets now through July 16th at participating Festival Foods, Century Foods. Bank Five Nines, Triggs Grocery Stores, uh, to save yourself a little bit of money. Remember, at the admission entrances, if you choose to walk up and buy your tickets, that will be credit card only. So if you do want to use cash, we recommend you going to these outlets and buying your tickets in advance. As well, our full lineup of concerts, including Hank Williams Jr., Chris Young, the Beach Boys, and many more at WIStateFair.com.
5: So there's an update for those excited to get back out to the Wisconsin State Fair this year. Again, that is August 5th through the 15th. Jen Puente, Chief Marketing Officer for the Wisconsin State Fair, sharing those updates with me for this year's fair. Be sure to get those tickets and plan ahead to get out to the Wisconsin State Fair as it's sure to be a great time as usual. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Aaron Zimmerman.
1: Badgerbean.com puts the Wisconsin soybean farmer first, and it's your place to go for the latest soybean news and research from leading industry experts. Simple, easy-to-access resources for the betterment and advancement of a sustainable soybean industry, right here in Wisconsin. Badgerbean.com, an invaluable tool constantly updated for Wisconsin soybean farmers. For info and the latest updates,
0: find us on Facebook and visit
1: badgerbean.com today.
0: As a proud supporter of the dairy industry, Compure Financial sends a special thank you to dairy producers during National Dairy Month. Compure recognizes the dedication it takes to produce safe and nutritious milk and dairy products for our nation and world, and is grateful to all the hardworking dairy farmers and their families. Give your local Compure team a call at 844-426-6733 or visit compure.com for your lending and other financial needs. Compure Financial is an equal credit opportunity lender and provider. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved. So, yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese gained a penny at a dollar and a half. Forty-pound block cheese was unchanged. Double A butter on Thursday dropped a penny and a quarter down to one seventy-one and three quarters per pound. Little bit better this morning on corn and beans. July corn's up a nickel. December new crop two and a half cents higher right now at five thirty eight and a half. July soybeans are up seven. November beans up six and a half right now at twelve ninety-eight and a quarter. July wheat's up three at six fifty-four and a quarter. The July milk is up fifteen cents right now at sixteen seventy two. And the August milk currently a penny stronger at sixteen sixty one a hundred weight. Coming up in just a moment. Tomorrow we get ready to say goodbye to a very valuable voice for Wisconsin agriculture education, Jeff Hickens. Memorial service and visitation will be happening in Wapon tomorrow starting at 10 a.m. We are going to pay small tribute to Jeff coming up next, visiting with one of his workmates at the Department of Public Instruction. Sign up for daily agriculture
1: updates by joining our email list. Head to MidwestFarmReport.com, enter your email address, and we'll handle the rest. More farm news straight ahead. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.
10: Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something That you can customize yourself. Maybe a gorgeous pendant, necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more Modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers, right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street, Goodman's Jewelers.
0: Attorney John Raihala on the benefits of choosing Clifford & Raihala to fight for your maximum injury settlement.
11: There are a number of things that make me very proud of our firm, but I think the team we've assembled is what makes us your best choice. Our firm is not only staffed with some of the most skilled attorneys you'll find, but the network of doctors we have access to who are authorities in all fields dealing with traumatic injuries the vocational rehabilitation specialists, accident reconstruction experts, the economists. Our skilled attorneys joined with this network of experts allows us to not only thoroughly analyze your injuries and your case, but also it creates a mastermind that yields creative and innovative strategies to achieve your maximum settlement.
0: For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford & Rihala, hard-working,
10: skilled attorneys, fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com.
1: If you've ever driven a tractor, you are her friend. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke.
0: A week ago today, Wisconsin agriculture education, Wisconsin agriculture as a whole, lost a real friend in the passing of Jeff Hicken. Now, Jeff, if you missed it, was the agriculture consultant and state FFA advisor at the Department of Public Instruction. He'd been there for about 15 years. This morning, we want to look back at his career with a friend that worked with him at the Department of Public Instruction, Sharon Wendt. Scott Schultz, from the northern end of the world's longest barn, caught up with Sharon this week and talked about Hicken's legacy that's left behind. Sharon went at the
8: Department of Public Instruction worked with Jeff Hicken for a few years and knows the legacy he leaves behind with the state FFA program, rural education, and the rural community in general.
11: Uh, Sharon,
8: we lost a good one this last week, didn't we?
11: We certainly did. We, um, we really miss Jeff. Um, he started at the department actually in, in 2006. So it's been since uh, 2000 or last 15 years that he has been making an impact across the state um, in the agriculture education and FFA community and even beyond that um, in supporting our, our rural communities. You
8: got to work with Jeff closely through most of those years.
11: Yeah. Um, Jeff was actually on our team. I, I supervised him, right. but he um, I was actually in that position that, that Jeff held um, years ago. So we, right. we certainly had a, a connection to um, agriculture education and FFA. And so him in that role, um, we often um, shared a, a lot of stories and um, a lot of support um, for each other throughout um, those, those years. It strikes me
8: that that transition that you talk about
11: between the two of you,
8: recalling it, that it it's at least from the outside, and I, I suspect from the inside, seemed rather seamless. That uh, there weren't a lot of bumps along the way. That here was a guy who stepped into a position that he almost seemed built for.
11: Yeah, I I would agree, um, and and that's. That is something about um, the agriculture education community. you know it's, it's a, uh, a tight group of folks and uh, a lot of uh, collegiality among all of the folks in that industry. So as there are positions and, and movement into positions of leadership, uh, it often does happen pretty seamlessly. Um, Jeff came from the classroom he was, I um, a, a, an egg education uh, instructor at the Sauk Prairie School District. So, um, and and he was also a former FFA officer. So he was obviously entrenched in in that whole work. Um, and to step into the position that he did um, certainly came pretty effortlessly.
8: Something that always struck me about Jeff, Sharon, was that he did it professionally and and got the job done the way it needed to be done. But in my case, at least, he sure knew when to poke you in the ribs and uh, make you laugh a little bit. He also brought that part of himself around.
11: I think you just nailed it. A lot of people have been commenting on that um that, that joyful spirit that playful spirit that he would bring to the position and the work um, but but make mo- no mistake he you know when it gets down to it the work needed to get done and he he was all about um, the outcomes and how we can uh, bring a project or a program or some initiative to completion, but understand that human side of things and um, make that the best experience for all those that are, are working on that. Because oftentimes he worked with volunteers, uh, people that were, you know, serving on boards or organizations and in giving of their time and talent. And, and he certainly recognized that um, and appreciated uh, the hard work of all those folks that, that surrounded him.
8: I'm wondering, is there something that you can pin down as maybe a single one or two good legacies about Jeff there at the department, or is he one of those guys that it's hard to pin anything down?
11: Uh, you know, I, when I look back at um, Jeff's legacy, One of the things that he was a natural at was just engaging with um, our external stakeholders. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. he obviously worked with folks in DPI and had great relationships with all those colleagues. But as we know, in in agriculture education, we've got a lot of other external stakeholders, whether that be our our sponsors and our our business folks folks that that come together our alumni, um, you know people on different advisory groups. You know the connections with State Fair, um, the Farm Technology Days. I mean, I look at all of those other groups, and he was just a natural at um, forming those relationships with all of those stakeholders to to really, you know bring whatever initiative or program or project to, to fruition. And um, he, he, was, he was in it to win it. When you describe
8: that, I, I guess I've known this, but folks out in the countryside kind of take it for granted what that position is and how Jeff,
11: uh, in particular, carried through on that position. There are a lot of balls in the air all the time, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, and that that was the, the that's the challenge of the position. It's it's trying to to meet the needs of you know all the different groups. We know agriculture, the agriculture industry, and you know whether it's the the employers or any of the other sectors. It, there's just a lot of lot of folks out there, and he really did a great way of connecting, um, even around newer initiatives, whether it be. Um, you know, he was more recently involved in the energy pathway and seeing the connections to, to the agriculture area within that work and, and had no problem kind of stepping outside his comfort zone. Certainly um, appreciating how the agriculture industry is progressing um, in terms of the, the technologies that are, are used in agriculture and always being open and, and realizing the the great need around that to help keep our teachers informed and provide the best professional development for them.
8: And another thing that's always impressed me is the work that you and, and Jeff have done along the way is it's unmistakable that they're are political issues going on all around you at the same time trying to knock some of those balls out of the air, it seems. And uh, you folks have to figure out ways around all of that. And as you said, adapt. And and Jeff obviously was good at that.
11: Yeah, I, I would, I would agree that, um, you know, in in the state of Wisconsin, you're, you're dealing with a large number of, of school districts, all offering varying um, programs to to address the needs of their community, and then just balancing that with with the state and and the, you know there always seems to be a, a you know additional resources that um, could be used, but he navigated that um, very well.
8: We'll be looking forward somewhere down the line we'll be uh working on refilling the position and and that'll come when it comes but right now it's about Jeff isn't it
11: yeah yeah and just knowing we've we've got some big shoes to fill um uh, you, you know the one the other thing that really comes through with Jeff is just his passion passion for agriculture and supporting students who, who have that interest. Um, he could see the bright future in agriculture, the the jobs, the opportunities, um, and really wanting to make sure students had access to opportunities, whether through the FFA or all of the other things that our, our local programs are doing just to, to help students, you know, increase their knowledge and the technical skills and, and certainly the leadership um, that's needed um, in the agriculture industry. And, and that, was, that was his mantra. What are, what are we doing for kids to, to make sure they're aware of these great opportunities?
8: And I'm suspecting he had some good leadership there. I pat you on the back for that. Thank you, Sharon.
11: Yeah. Well, I I appreciate the the opportunity to to talk about um, Jeff. Uh, we are we're certainly gonna miss him. He has, um, like you say, it's it's quite a legacy.
8: Yes, it is. That Sharon, when with the State Department of Public Instruction talking about the loss of Jeff Hicken.